You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben Chapman. How is it going? It is going. I see that you've hung some stuff up in your office because the echo is gone. Yes, my office is coming together. Uh, I am no longer uh, at a wobbly desk in a bare room. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) That is great news for us. Uh, We're hot off the... Punisher episode. Ooh, call it hot. Hot off the heels of that riveting episode. <laughs> oh, I think I might have fallen asleep during that movie. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, it was way more boring than I expected it to be. I was expecting, like, kind of like a badly duct taped together Blade film, and I got kind of just a half hearted, uh, 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 cheesy one note and kind of snooze fest. I was a little disappointed. I was going to say, a movie about a character whose soul. Pretty much anything is killing people. Pretty boring film. Yeah, you know what I mean, like they, they blew off the roof of the big Puerto Rican family reunion genocide, and then they just kind of rolled it into nothing. Uh, yeah, that it is weird how it started. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was lost in my own train of thought there for a second. <laughs> I thought you were about to, to hit me for genocide. That's the incorrect word. It's familicide. Familicide? Familicide? Yeah, I guess. I guess it was the genocide of the castles, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, good I was just thinking when you said Puerto Rican family reunion, all of a sudden I was like, those... For a second I was like, they they weren't Puerto Rican, Ben. (laughs) They were all white people. Then I realized you meant they were in Puerto Rico. They were in Puerto Rico, yeah. Yeah, I I could understand your confusion. Um, I'm not great with locations, people, places, things. Weird seeing John Travolta in a movie. Kind of forgot he existed. Well, don't worry, he's coming back for that O.J. Simpson film. Really? What? Yeah. He plays Shapiro, one of the attorneys. And he's oddly bronzed. It's very weird. All right. Uh, We're going to cover that. Jr. We're going to cover that because of the O.J. comic, right? Yeah, yeah, it's based on a comic. That O.J. Simpson trial is based entirely on a comic book. Before you Google it, I'm I'm lying. (laughs) I would hope nobody was like, was that really a comic? Well, considering the things we brought up on this podcast that have surprised people, like Superman's ability to shoot smaller Superman from his hand. That was still spectacular. (laughs) Anyway. And Batman referring to himself as Papa. Yeah, um, Papa Spank. Um, I hope to reveal much more with our our exciting new episode. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and tip our hand here. Our new episodes coming up. That's right. Uh, our plan, me and Ben came up with this actually a little while ago. This is your sick plan. <laughs> it is not a great plan. But uh, February is known for sort of like, the, it's like the challenge month. Like there's a lot of like, um, February is daily draw February, which is a thing where you try to draw every day. They, they pick February because it's the shortest month. It's also but generally there's... considered to be the worst month because it's the peak of sort of darkness and the winter sucks and everyone's pissed off and no one likes snow anymore and everyone's yeah, just exactly. in the worst mood. Yeah, exactly. You can't leave your house. Yeah. So you got plenty of time to do stuff. So I thought, what would be the ultimate challenge for us as podcasters? And then it hit me. Fantastic February. <sighs> so what this is going to be is, for the four weeks of February, there will be no mini-episodes. It will be instead, each week we will do one 
of the screen adaptions of Fantastic Four. One full-length episode to honor each of the four films, starting with the Roger Corman-produced 1994 Fantastic Four that was never released in theaters, even though they spent a million dollars somehow making it. Yes, it, it was all part of his plan. They bought the rights, and then to satisfy the rights... All they had to do was make a movie, and they did release it in like one or two theaters for like a showing to satisfy the contract. Like it had to be, it had to have like a cinematic release. It sounds like the plot of the producers, really. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it was actually really clever. They bought it, they bought the rights, and made a movie that's real garbage for a million bucks. And then we're just like, all right. They never released it on like DVD. You can't. You can only get bootleg copies of it. There's no. I, I don't. I've never seen an official copy. Uh, yeah, it, it is it, online. Yeah, like, I on found YouTube. it a few places on on YouTube on like Daily Daily Motion or whatever. Like those weird off-brand video sites have it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can. I'm sure you could also find a, a download of it on you know Pirate Bay or whatever. So and, uh, and I'll probably find a good YouTube link and and post it on our Facebook page. And don't worry, we would understand if you don't watch it. We'll make sure to wrap it up for you as best we can. <laughs> I will. I will not understand why anybody wouldn't. <laughs> And then we're going to follow that film with the 2004, I would call this the official launch of the Fantastic Four maligned franchise uh, with, with the, yeah, 2005's Fantastic Four with uh, Michael Chiklis playing the thing. Yeah, it's, it's not like, like we were like, oh man, this Roger Corman movie is going to be a pile of crap. We're guessing. The other three films, I'm positive are a pile of crap. Yeah. We're well aware of what they're like. Followed up with the sequel, which I thought was just Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. It's just called Four. It's just the number four. Did well, you know that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, the poster has a four on film. it, but you assume it's just their logo. But no, it's just, IMDb has it as just the number four. <laughs> really? The movie is totally called Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. IMDb shows it as just the number four. That is insanity. Uh, that has... Lawrence Fishburne as Silver Surfer and a gigantic cloud as Galactus. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Come oh, on. here's another spoiler. It's not very good. Nope. <laughs> it also has one of the most insane CGI scenes in which Mr. Fantastic dances. I'm pretty thrilled about it. Uh, and then, and then, of course, we're going to round it off with the uh, the cream of the crop, the most recently released la uh, last year Fantastic Four. Yes, a film that uh, was so poorly done. I mean, I, I watched it. It is essentially uh, the start of a much better movie that never happens. Mm -hmm. But this film got so much negative press before it was released, it led the director to post a, a sort of venomous comment on Twitter about how he made a better movie. This director was uh, so difficult to work with that... Uh, Jamie Kennedy, I think, is her name. No, that might not be right. Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy. Jamie mm. Kennedy is an actor. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, and not Kathleen a woman. Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy, the head of the head of Lucas Lucas Films for mm -hmm. Disney, pulled him from the Boba Fett movie they were supposed to be making. He was going to direct it, and they said they were having so much trouble with him in pre production. They just yanked him off the project, and the film has been shelved currently. There's wow. no, there hasn't been another director attached to it. So. Possibly his implosion slash – I'm starting to think that uh, his claims of making a better film – there's some really interesting stories that came out about how he would scream at the actors. He didn't like the uh, the woman in it at all. He couldn't stand her. 
Uh, he specifically asked for the guy to play uh, Reed Richards. I don't know the actor's name. I can't think of it. And uh, I guess they constantly were fighting with each other on set. So sounds like just a great film to work on. Yeah. So sounds it's not like super surprising that it didn't turn out well. <laughs> Oh, so um, once again, we'll be, there'll, be, there'll be no minisode. We'll be doing a f- uh, four full-length episodes uh, detailing all you need to know about the, f- the only franchise <laughs> to try this hard and make it nowhere. <laughs> it is insane when you think about it. That like when I first came up with the idea, I was like, when I was thinking of something to do in February, I was like, maybe we could find like a movie that has like four, you know, four films. And I was like, well, no, Iron Man stopped after three. There's only been two Captain Americas. I was like, maybe we could do like something. And then I was like, oh wait, there was. There's been four Fantastic Fours. That's insanity. It's so weird because most other franchises either do okay for a bit and then nosedive. Or they they put one out, it fails, and then no one tries. Like that's that's usually the the formula, you know. Spider Man had some shitty stuff, but it didn't come into like the third one, and then they rebooted it and it was fine. And then there's like you know X Men was okay, and then it was fine. Like everything was just kind of fine, but to, to have to have <laughs> four films all fail, and then they're still talking about doing more. They're still oh, talking it's, about it's about doing a sequel to this movie. I'm like, who at whatever movie studio is such tired? I, I believe fan? it's Fox. Yeah, Fox. I, I guess they're just what like, we're not hell? losing this because one day we're gonna make a good movie and we're gonna rake in that sweet, you know, Avengers billion dollar mark. And it's but weird. I, be- they're not gonna make that movie. But it's also strange because while Fantastic Four is a thoroughly relevant part of the Marvel Universe, it's rarely cited as anyone's favorite character like series. Like No one's ever like, oh man, Fantastic Four. Like Doom gets that, I guess. People love Doom. I don't know. I, I used to but... love the Fantastic Four. And sure. Eh, they... uh, yeah, okay. But yeah, I, used to, I read the Fantastic Four for like six or seven and they're a big deal but i'm just saying i i can't think of many people when you ask them who their favorite superhero is that they go you know mr fantastic i don't i don't think it happens oh, yeah. that well, often I think it's just i think unlike the avengers the fantastic four is like you know nobody's like my favorite character is the thing they're like my you know my favorite comic is fantastic four like right it's, it's the, the four okay, people count true. as one person really. yeah that makes sense um to top it off, uh, to since none of these are particularly based off any particular graphic novel or, or comic, they're all based off of just the overall run of the Fantastic Four, uh, I will be doing my best throughout the months to read up a lot of Fantastic Four comics to bring plenty of the usual um, reference material conversation to the, to the table for each episode. Yeah, I, I think you'll, there'll definitely be some stuff maybe you can grab the... I, I encourage everybody to watch this first Fantastic Four. If you're not going to watch any of the other ones, it's you can get it for free on YouTube, and it is insanity. Like just the, I, I haven't actually watched the film. I've seen like a couple of small clips, and I've seen like the, the stills and stuff. The costumes are like insane. Uh, the character acting is not good. I think this is the movie where the the woman who plays Sue Storm. I think she ended up becoming a porn star after this. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be a great a great month for you guys. A horrible month for me and Ben. <laughs> yeah, really rough. I expect a lot of uh, furious texts at each other, blaming each other for our general misery. 
Yeah, yeah, that happens quite often. Every so often I'll get a great text from Ben when we're supposed to be doing one of these movies where it's just a shot of something happening on TV, and there's no commentary, but I know he's annoyed. <laughs> it's just, it'll just be a picture, and I'm like, ooh, he's not happy about this. <laughs> just know that in advance, if I text you, I hate you when I quit the podcast, I don't really mean it. Oh, I just, yeah, I figure I should be getting those fairly often. I thought about sending you at least eight of those during Catwoman. <laughs> that was my fault. That movie, oh boy, that was bad. Anyways, so I'm looking forward to this. We'll see how it goes. Um, everybody, bring your, your questions, your comments. You know, the mini episode after this will be probably pretty big, or we may bring up some stuff during those, but definitely join us in watching these. I'm sure you can get, like, a DVD of both the Fantastic Fours, uh, the, like the Jessica Alba ones, for probably like $2 for both movies on Amazon because they tank so bad that you can buy these sort of films for like mega packs for the shipping's more than the DVDs. <laughs> or you can just go out to your local uh, now defunct Blockbuster and just glance into their dumpster. I'm sure you'll find many of them floating around the top. Oh, I'm sure if you went to like a secondhand DVD store, there's probably a copy of one of these there. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's our big news for uh, February. We've already got a guest lined up for the first episode, so that's going to be cool. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope to have a, uh, a special uh, guest for every episode. I've got a few people in mind. As says Pose, I assume, so we'll try and put together uh, a good a good cast of characters for the month of February to join us on this miserable suckhole of a uh, It's going to be challenge. great, too, to sort of be able to really judge them back to back to back to back. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll yeah. be... Really going from one film to the next to be able to be like, oh boy, these didn't get any better. <laughs> It'll be interesting to chart like sort of a, a, a like a graph ups and downs of where did it start and where did it end? Did it peak with one of them? I don't know which one. It'll probably end up being the Roger Corman one we love the most. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually think it might be. Oh, it'll probably be the most fun to watch because it's just going to be bonkers, but... Uh, if you really, you should just go, if you haven't, at least just Google the Human Torch. He has, like, an absurd, I, I hope it's not a hairpiece, because somebody paid for it if it's a hairpiece. Like, I hope that's just a <laughs> natural hair, and they just could not find a stylist. It I, is crazy. I just can't wait to see the guy getting lit on fire. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see how they handle that, and uh, the thing, and everything, and the stretching. It's just gonna be a, a real treat. I have a feeling that this is probably going to be the one that's like the best version of Doom, though, because he sucks in the other three films. He's worthless, which is insane because he's like probably one of the best characters in the Marvel Universe and just such a waste in these films. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, I, I, have, I, I'm, I have nothing to say. I'm saving it for. Yes, yes. yes. Let's let's switch gears. Uh, we'll talk just a little bit. Uh, me and Ben were talking about it before the podcast. A new Suicide Squad trailer has dropped, and it's left Ben questioning whether or not he thinks this is going to be a bad movie, and it has only further cemented my hatred for this movie. I will I will concede the point that I still don't like the Harley Quinn and Joker, which is an insane yes. thing to say and not say I don't like the movie potentially because you know that's a pretty big fucking part of it that's my problem like the trailer the other characters they show i'm like oh this could be good and then they cut back to them and i'm like oh yeah no it won't be because they're gonna be the they're gonna be like the main part of the movie and they are not good yeah i'm not endorsing it yet but 
I have to say, watching the trailer, I got, I, I got, my interest was peaked. I saw, I don't know, I just saw some stylization. I saw a lot of characters getting some screen time in the trailer. Uh, I saw some references to the construction of the plot line uh, behind these characters. I saw no overarching like giveaway of what the ultimate villain plot is, which these trailers often do, and usually implies that the, the movie's got nothing. You know what I mean? Like when the movie gives away the plot, you know that the plot is a basic ABC plot because they can fit it in a trailer. So when they don't, it's either they're an oversight, which it could be, or maybe they've got something like, I don't know, a little bit more in depth going on. Or there is no plot. Or there is no plot. Yeah, there's a couple options, but now I'm um I'm 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 probably gonna see it in theaters, I think. I might actually go out and see this one. Well, maybe this would be. Uh, maybe I was thinking maybe we should both see this movie when it comes out, and then do a an episode about it. Yeah, sort yeah, of. Yeah, this might be the oh, one. Why it's in the zeitgeist? As, the, uh... Regardless of whether it's going to be good or bad, there'll be a lot for nerds to argue about online for the next many many months. Oh yeah, I mean we don't we don't need anything to argue, you know, like. <laughs> They show one frame of uh, the Black Panther kicking somebody, and people are like, he sucks. It's like, how can you tell what's even going on? It's one <laughs> shot. You don't even know where it happens in the film. You know, it's, it doesn't take a lot for us to get angry. I mean, I'm sure, too, you, you were aware of the jacket debate spawned by the Star Wars trailers. No. What? About whether or not Finn was going to be a rebel spy or what his plot line was, and it was all based on the fact that he was wearing that republic jacket in one of the trailers and there was like this massive debate online about what what that jacket meant (laughs) and one of our friends i'm sure you can guess which one of them it was eric (laughs) went on this thing where he's like i I really think and i was like i cannot believe you even weighed in on this subject (laughs) (laughs) like this is that's that's insane no i didn't catch that i'm already i'm already fed up with the I had a good week of having my Star Wars conversation with people that I knew in my immediate vicinity, and then I stopped. And I'm a giant Star Wars fan, so I'm already tired of seeing articles about... It's cause it's always so extremist, you know what I mean? It's always like... I did talk about this in another episode. It's always like, oh, it's the worst movie ever, or it's the worst Star Wars movie. I'm like, you know it's not. Just, you yeah. know it's not. Like, you can't pretend that it is. It's a fun title for your article, for your sick blog, but you know it's not the worst. I was going to say, Star the only, Wars. like, legitimate person I've heard really be like, I, this is why I didn't like it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll give you how you can say that you think it's below the other six movies. And it was this comedian whose name I can't remember, but he views it as the fact that George Lucas had no input into the story. He just considers it fan fiction. He's like, it's not a star, a true Star Wars movie, so it'll never be as good as the rest of them. And he was like, you know, I feel the same way about like the the books and stuff. He said, you know, they can never be as good as the movies. And I was like, oh, well, that's like a legitimate complaint. Well, sort of, except that George I, Lucas was not that involved. As people give him credit for. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it is insane when you because when you talk about like Irving Kirshner, uh, yeah. directing Empire, and he bear it like he helped rewrite it and. All yeah, this stuff, so... Lucas is treated like an auteur who, like, constructed these films, like like a genius director, but really, he kind of conceived some of the basic plot points, and then the rest was, f- like, rounded out in editing and writing, and then a whole team of talented people put it together and, like, created a, a much better movie than what he would have pulled out. Well, I, I still, I mean, and as, as uh, I heard Doug Benson say, no matter what, you gotta give him credit, because he created... 
mm. this universe, which is probably one of the best. Like, it, I would say it's probably like the best modern universe created, except I guess maybe Harry Potter would be up there. Yeah, definitely well-rounded, like like dense world. Yeah, like a real like Lord of the Rings kind of setting where you're like, yeah, oh, you could come everything. back and make multiple movies about it. Like people complain about the Hobbit films, and I agree they're not like great, but oh, they're horrible. I, I I'm fine with it. Like I watch all of them. Like I'm fine with it. I'm just happy to like see like the shit again. But, I watched um, them, but I found them so boring that I was like, oh, I really wish they sure. had done like the Hobbit, and then they had done like a couple of the stories from uh, the Similarian or whatever it's called. Yeah, I would agree and, about like, that. Just expanded them out and really like fleshed out the stories. I'm like, that would have been way cooler because there's but, some great stuff in that book. But to my earlier point, I don't mean to dog Lucas. I don't. I don't mean to tell. Tell, tell you that Lucas is like a piece of shit or anything. He's quite good at what he, he does. The thing was, is when he was doing the original trilogy, he was part of a team that could like, you know, say no to him and like give him well, I was going to say, editing. most people, they say their favorite star, almost, you know, I wouldn't say universally, but I would say the majority of Star Wars fans' favorite Star Wars is Empire Strikes Back. Right. Which arguably he had the most input from other people on. Like like I said, Irving Kirshner is an amazing director. He directed that film. Yeah. And uh, there's actually some debate whether or not him and Lucas got along because, you know, there was things Lucas didn't want him to do that he just went ahead and did. Well, yeah, Lucas... he thought they would work better. So, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of things, but I, I mean, there is a, uh, like, a really interesting documentary... On the... On, uh... Are you talking about yeah. the, like, the, like the, the, the prequel movie documentary thing? No, that is an insane documentary in yeah. which you can see at one point he admits that he doesn't think the movie makes any sense. Yeah. Like during the documentary, he's talking to uh, Rick McCallum, and he's like, ooh, this ending doesn't really work at all, does it? But that's... Like, there's really nothing we can do to fix it now. And it's just like, wow, why would you let that go in the documentary? <laughs> I mean, you guys controlled that. Why yeah. would you let that go? But the, what I'm getting at is the footage from that reveals that, you know, in all those scenes where he's talking to the writers, and of course it's editing, I can't be certain, but in all those scenes where he's talking to the writers, which is what most of the documentary is, like, no one says no to him. No one, like, counters him, because at this point he's George Lucas. He made these movies. Like, he's just, like, on a pedestal, and so they just let him go. But really, he's best when he's, like, working in a team and having, you know, stuff edited and rounded out with people who have other, you know, opinions to tone he's it down. He's also best, I think, when he works on something forever. Because, I mean, if you go back and read the original Star Wars script, it is nothing at all. Like, the actual, <laughs> yeah. like his original concept, like, Han Solo's a fish person. <laughs> it's, like, it's real right. weird. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like, what? Yeah. And Luke Skywalker is basically Obi-Wan Kenobi's character. He's, like, a general. And there's a whole separate character called Starkiller. And there's all this stuff, and you're just like, oh, wow, this is like crazy how many times he rewrote and changed the script. Well, let's be clear. The prequels felt like a first draft movie. Like that's Yeah, I, I definitely feel like he was like, I'm going to make new Star Wars, and then wrote them. And wasn't like, yeah, I've been pl-. You know, there's all these talk where they're like, no, he had it planned out for years and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't think he did because a lot of it counteracts stuff that had happened in the expanded universe and – Lucasfilm controls the expanded universe. You know, I mean, they go in there like, no, you can't. They okay everything that was written. I don't know how. I don't know how it's going to work now with Disney being in charge. But they used to have a department, and they were the content. They were the canon department, and they would tell you whether or not you could include something because they kept track of all of the Star Wars canon. So I'm like, I, I just don't believe he wrote all this, didn't tell anybody, because you think he would be like, well, here's stuff that you know when people write, tell them to do this in case I ever make these movies. They definitely feel like. They were written by a man, 
a, a very different man than the one who <laughs> wrote the original. A man who had kids and was like, Jar Jar's funny, and a man who was like, I'm tired of paying property taxes. I'm going to write about this, like the Senate and how ineffective it is. Hi, thanks for tuning into our Star Wars podcast. Oh, we love <laughs> I could do thousands of Star Wars podcasts. I think you can uh, guarantee on most many episodes that we'll just have an argument about Star Wars for a while. It makes sense. It works for me. Uh, I will say the fans that. love it. It's fine. No one even fucking <laughs> listens to these mini episodes. Uh, <laughs> I will say the documentary real quick uh, that I was going to recommend is there's a documentary. I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not. It was called The People vs. George Lucas. And uh, this guy basically does a documentary in which he goes around and he sort of talks to fans, uh, directors who know Lucas, and he gets all this stuff. And basically he's like, does George Lucas have the right to create prequels to change the canon and to go back and create these special editions which alter the original film? And should fans be able to complain about him doing that because it's technically his work? And it's a really good documentary because it does make you sort of sit down and be like, ah, maybe I shouldn't be pissed. You know, it is technically his world, you know, just because it's been around for so long and so many other people have played in it. But anyways, I'd recommend watching that documentary. I love film documentaries. Oh, absolutely. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm well, there's a new one about uh, the guys from Canon Films. The people who made, like, Masters of the Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a documentary on that? What's that called? Uh, it is called Electric Boogaloo. The I'm story of into the... that. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's a documentary all about how they started this company and how they, like, ran it into the ground. And it's kind of crazy. They, they made a couple of actually decent films, but then they just made, like, a lot of garbage. They did make Break-In and Break-In 2 Electric Boogaloo, of course. Hence the title of the documentary. But I'd recommend uh, – I'm going to try to watch that and see if it's any good. There's no great – I don't know of any good comic book uh, tra- or uh, documentary films, though, so we'll have to get back to that. Yeah. Anyways, as we've completely diverged from the topic of this podcast. <laughs> don't forget, uh, you can find uh, the Fantastic Four unreleased Roger Corman disaster uh, online uh, on any site that – Pretty much has videos. I'm sure it's on there somewhere. And join us in uh, appreciating this masterpiece before we tear it apart next week. Yeah, definitely. This is I, – I have to, you know, I've talked to several of our listeners, and they have said uh, they find the show more entertaining when they've actually seen the movie, which I agree, um, in, in podcasts you know, that are similar to this. Um, this one I, I think is going to be – I think you'll get way more enjoyment out of seeing the movie and then listening to us make fun of it because I think it's just going to be so bizarre. And it's free. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. That's That was like the only way we could have done Catwoman. If you were like – like if I, when I went, I was like, if this isn't on Netflix, I don't know if I can watch this movie because if I yeah. get paid for it, can, I'm going to be can, super – Can good. we get people to, to tune in? Questionable. It is. That's how I picked Punisher. I was like, nobody's going to pay to watch this sucker. But if you've already laid down your eight bucks for uh, Netflix or whatever. All right. Well, then we'll be back in a week. Uh, In the meantime, swing by. I'll I'll see if I can find a decent quality version of the film on YouTube. And I'll post a link at our Facebook page, uh, which is facebook.com slash NAOS pod. I, as usual, will recommend you go and check it out. Ben's got some great stuff he has posted for the sequential to cinema, mm-hmm. as well as the a lot of the some of the visual stuff we talk about. We'll throw up links. Uh, Sometimes we put up the quotes with little images too. We've been sort of lazy on that. We should probably work on that a little better. We need an intern. Uh, 
I moved to a new house. <laughs> I get some slack. True. I I became a. I'm just a fat lazy asshole. So I've got nothing. <laughs> Uh, so go there. Uh, you can catch Ben, of course, at the Disco Pony on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Pogues. Uh, leave us some comments if you'd feel like it, and please recommend and share the shows. We appreciate everybody who does it. And I think that's it, unless you had something, Ben. I'm out. Okay. See you guys next week. <laughs>